and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, party people? I hope you guys are having a great week so far. I'm really excited to record this episode because, to be honest with you guys, I tried to record this three other times and, you know, shit just wasn't working out. So I'm so excited to be here today. I feel really like reawakened. I just met with my coach for the first time in the new year. Today is January 12th when I'm recording this and she just, my coach Eva, is so amazing and she really just reminds me that there's nothing wrong with me. We have been programmed our entire lives to label things. Label things a problem, label things an issue, label ourselves as the problem, label something as good and bad, right? Um, It's always a this or that or a positive and a negative. And because we've all grown up with that thought process, whether it be through society, through our families, right? When in reality, things really fall on a spectrum, right? And uh, most of the time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with us. Honestly, all of the time, there's nothing wrong with us. Wherever we are supposed to be and whatever is happening is supposed to be happening, right? Who are we to say that those things are not happening when they should be or we're not as far along as we should be, right? Whether that be on our healing journey or in any areas of our lives as entrepreneurs, I think we honestly get stuck in that, right? Labeling things. One of my previous podcast episodes, I talked about how life is gray area. And um, yeah, I just think that this is a huge concept that a lot of us need to continue to remind ourselves of, especially when we're on this, you know, healing self-love journey that is supposed to be so divinely put in front of us and you know you think going on a self-love journey is going to be like us walking out with like butterflies right and rainbows in the background really what it is is just persevering through all of the crap and even though we might have a bad day we remind ourselves that we're still in divine timing we're still doing everything that we should be it's all happening for us. It's not working against us. But the reason for the start of that podcast episode or this podcast episode was really just to share 
with you guys live time, what happens to me? Because we are all human. Even my coach, Aoife, has a coach, has a shaman, has plenty of people that she works with, right? So that when she's helping me or helping her other clients, she's able to give some of that perspective. And what I love about working with her which I think is very similar to how I work with my one-on-one clients, is she shares her story along the way as she's teaching me these lessons. So I don't feel alone. Healing, entrepreneurship, business, life in general can feel very fucking lonely. And if we don't start to build our tribe and really have the people around us that remind us of that and that are willing to be vulnerable with us when we're having a difficult day, then really what is the meaning of life, you know? Here as humans, we are supposed to bring each other community. It's innately programmed in us. And a lot of us and society has programmed that right out of us, right? Especially us here in the U.S. We live in an individualistic society. Um, Other parts of the world live in collectivism societies. And if you talk to people from those parts of the world, someplace that's coming to mind, which actually my stepbrother is over there right now, um, is Japan. And they have a collectivism society. So I think he was traveling to like one other part over there. I want to say it was like Bangkok or something. And he works while he's abroad over there, but he just loves the culture. He's always loved it since he was really young. And while he was there, he actually lost his wallet. And the people in Bangkok, I might not be saying the right location of the city, so like don't hold me to this. I'll have to confirm with my mother after this recording. Um... But the people, wherever he was traveling, found his wallet. And, you know, here in America, if you lose your wallet, like, that baby's gone. You know, everybody's taken everything that they possibly could out of it. And it's been, like, thrown in the dumpster down the street, right? Like, nobody's getting that shit back to you. Of course, it depends on where you lost it, right? But in this collectivism society... When they found his wallet on the ground, they actually found him. I think he left it in like his taxi driver's um, car and the taxi driver found him. I think it took him like a few hours to find him, dropped off the wallet. They were so excited to give it back to him um, because they know in our society that would never happen. But in their countries, that's actually very common. And it's it's not like super crazy. I know he also tells, tells me a lot of stories about leaving his laptop in like coffee shops because no one would touch it because as a collectivism society, they're approaching the world and people differently right because they were raised like that so um it's just very interesting perspectives on the world um and i think it's good to know right all of these different parts of what different countries do and what different cultures do um, and why they do that. And it really comes down to the literal programming um, of how they're raised and it's embedded in their society as a whole. And we, living in an individualistic society, don't tend to feel that sense of community all the time, right? Like, I'm sure some of these stories might even be, like, mind-blowing to you guys as they were to me when I first heard them, Um, especially coming from someone in my family who's literally experiencing it firsthand. And, you know, he lives over there for months and months. He even taught English while he was there. So he really knows a lot about the culture. Um, And it's, it's just really 
eye-opening to remind ourselves that here or where we may be located or how we were literally raised, right, nurtured into life can really shape how we might even approach situations like that. Um, And maybe not operating or asking ourselves from our moral compass where we're going to approach things, right? And I know that if you guys are here at the end in mind, you're already having a lot of these thoughts because a lot of us want to live the untraditional lifestyle. So whatever path has been laid for us, most of the time we're like, mm, we're taking the, the complete other path. We're going up the hill around the tree and down towards the river, right? Like we're not going towards the picket fence and, you know, the normalized type of route or maybe even like, you know, the actual route that most people take in our society. We're ready to venture out on our own and create a world that feels aligned to us, right? So... It's all individualized. Each of us have those beliefs. And you know, um, when we're talking about other cultures, right, that, that might not be the same outcome that we have here in our culture or even the same mindset. So it's very interesting to just see how it can all be shaped, right, depending on who we are and who we want to become as our highest selves and that we actually have the power to do that and there's nothing wrong with us for wanting to do that so what we were unpacking today on our call was pretty a lot of like ancestral lineage situations that have been arising like in my household which I know a lot of you listeners are women so you will definitely be able to resonate with this Um, and I want to start this off by I am extremely grateful for my boyfriend I love him so much he is amazing he does so much for me around the house he contributes so much to my life in many many ways other than just that Um, But I was sharing with my coach, you know, as an entrepreneur, it is extremely challenging to find the time to do everything, right? Especially as the world is really going back to normal now. So I shared with her, like, during COVID, I had all the time in the world to clean the couch, you know, to take the dog on a W, to make sure everything was organized perfectly, exactly how I wanted to. The laundry was put away at the start of the week, every week, right? Monday was like jump start of my week. And now we have a lot of social things that are very important to us. Like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a priority that we continue to see our friends and we build that community, which really brings me back to the first part of this episode, which is so important, especially when we work from home and we're already isolated 90% of the time being social and getting out is like honestly so necessary for our survival as entrepreneurs um, especially as solo entrepreneurs or people that work from home Sean also works from home if you guys didn't know that or didn't remember that but so this this particular ancestral belief is really something that I have within me that I get a lot of guilt around because even though I'm not a mom, I am a dog mom and our home needs to be tended to. Like if you guys work from home, I'm sure you can relate. It's like every damn day I am doing six to 10 dishes, right? Because we're eating every single meal from home. Yes, it's great. We're saving money, but it comes with a lot of cleanup. You know, it's not like we're able to like run out and pick up a little breakfast snack and throw out the trash 
trash on our way into the office. It's not our life anymore. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful that we're not in that hustle bustle mode. We have time to make breakfast in the morning most days. (laughs) But yeah, it's just a lot of cleanup. And I don't have the time always to get the house in the order that I would like to. And Sean, you know, is so great. And like I said, he contributes so much. Um, But this is really more of a me thing. Like it's a me guilt problem where I feel terrible if I haven't, you know, put the laundry away and I haven't gotten the house, you know, cleaned. Um, And working from home, having a clean space is really important to both of us. So we are both, you know, I wouldn't call him type A. I am definitely type A, which you guys know, but he loves things to be clean. You know, when you're working from home, you can't have like clutter everywhere. It just makes your brain go cray cray. And we've learned that over, you know, the past three years of us embarking on this work from home journey together. But yeah, it it just came down for me, this ancestral belief or this ancestral block, right? That like, I have to do everything even though he's contributing a lot as well and like when things aren't done then I feel like you know I'm stressed out and I'm not doing my best and I'm really hard on myself about it Um, especially because you hear a lot of these things like online or from other coaches where they'll say like I don't know why this sticks with me particularly, but they'll say when your like space is a mess, you know, it tends to be a reflection of like your mental health or like your the organization of your mind. And I am an extremely organized person. So that was like a belief that kept coming up. And then I fall into this like trap of beating up myself even more, right? And then the guilt starts, the resentment sets in just around ancestral beliefs even, you know. And what I loved about chatting with Aoife is because when I have these you know, issues arise or just these awarenesses. And I'm so stuck in that mindset, right? Like this pattern of like, oh, I'm not doing enough. The house isn't clean. It doesn't look nice. You know, people can't just pop over. Like I need to clean this place, the whole thing. Then she she goes, you know what, Caitlin? Like this is one of the most relatable, most normal problems or situations that we could be talking about. And in my head, I literally have like labeled this as a problem when I'm PMSing throughout the month. I'm like, oh my God, you know, every time I get my period, I freak out and I, you know, freak out on everybody. And it's really just all this pent up emotion around believing. My core belief is that I know that I don't have to do this and I'm well aware that I don't want to be doing this, but I just haven't had a coach reflect to me before or anyone in my life that this is extremely normal and that there are so many ways to fix this. So one of my favorite things about coaching, especially working with Aoife, um, and it really does remind me of exactly what I like to provide for my clients too, which is why I wanted to share this with you guys today, is the fact that there's nothing wrong with us. There's nothing ever wrong with us, but when we are living in our own heads, we write these narratives, we tell ourselves, you know, that we are a problem or we're not enough, all of these things, but it's really just not true. It's all fake. It's all 
fake stories, which I really um, stepped into realizing for the past few years. But around this particular one, I was like, why does this keep coming back up? And the thing, and the reason why is because it's literally ancestral. It's an ancestral lineage. We as women feel this, right? We've felt this for centuries that we can't, we can't keep it together. We can't keep up with everything or, you know, we do all of this work, right? And sometimes it goes unnoticed or that's how we feel, right? It really is all about the perspective behind this. Uh, And even if the other person is like telling you, hey, this is awesome. Thank you so much for contributing. I'm so grateful. This is what Sean does. I'm not even able to receive it because in my head, I still am thinking about like the 90 other things that I haven't done. Even though he's standing there in front of me, giving me the validation that I need and crave. So this is something that I want you all to, if this feels aligned and is sticking out to you, think about, you know, just tune into. Sometimes just staying aware in those moments um, and being able to identify the pattern right down to these really small, minute details makes it makes you realize that hey like this issue is so easy to solve so simple to solve like today after I pop off here I'm gonna look for you know some extra help that maybe we can get like maybe twice a month or maybe once a week uh just to alleviate some of these stresses that we've been having especially because my business is doing really well right now and I want to be able to dedicate my time there So a lot of this also, we as women have been told throughout society, throughout hundreds and hundreds of years, that we have to give up something in order to be present and be there for our families. We have been told that we can't have both, right? Even when you hear about a working mom, it's like, You'll hear stories, people will say, my mom was a working mom and she still was able to be present. So, you know, I am not a mom, so I have no clue how challenging that can be. But when you hear people talk about working moms or have children talk about like their moms working, sometimes, most of the time, they're alluding to the fact that their mom was busy, right? And like wasn't able to be there for every single thing, right? At times. And it's just not true, right? Like, it's just not true. We can be working entrepreneurial moms and also be present for our dog babies, our children babies, um, be there for our husbands. We can do all of that, but we have to be willing to outsource, you guys. So, and this might not be like, I always thought it was, it meant like outsourcing. This is like so messed up. You guys are going to think I'm like crazy. I always thought this meant like asking for help, like internally in the home. But the thing is, is that sometimes internally in our home, our people don't have the capacity to do it either. So just because we don't want the job, right? I'm trying to like pawn this job off to Sean, like even though he's already doing so much, it's too much, right? It's just too much. We cannot operate at the level that we want to operate, be as present as we truthfully should be with our clients, with ourselves, putting our self-care first with our families. If we're having to do all this shit around the house, you guys, like it's just impossible. I am 26. I, again, like even now in my head, I'm like, I should say that I should have the time. No, I shouldn't have the time because I don't want to do it. 
right? So even now I'm like unlearning this belief as I'm talking to you guys, uh, which of course it takes time to do. And of course this is like a financial standpoint and all of that, but it is difficult when you start to level up in these moments, right? Like for example, when I was pivoting my business, I had time, right? I had a lot of time to like organize the house. And as most of you may also agree with, like I enjoy that stuff, right? So at times, like I really enjoy cleaning and organizing. It feels really like therapeutic for me and I enjoy it. But when I don't want to be doing it and I know it needs to be done and I need to be allocating my time towards my business, that's where things get sticky. So um, if you're able to identify those moments where you start to get busier with work and other things need to fall to the side, they have to. So because we're we're more of our time, more of our energy is being called for that work. So we have to create space elsewhere. And most of us, the first thing we would do, and I really, if you guys are resonating with this episode, please take a screenshot, shout this out if you agree with this. Most, even in my head now, it's like, I went through all of the things that I could start cutting out of my life, like of my life, of my personal self-care time. So I think to myself, well, I should just be getting up earlier or I should just be, you know, canceling my Pilates membership because then I won't have to drive 15 minutes to get to the studio and then I'll be able to like do dishes for 15 minutes. Like we insanely go to the place of what can we start to take out of our lives in order to create time for more of these house tasks, especially when we start to get busier with our business businesses because there's guilt behind this and it's ancestral so just know that if you guys are experiencing this like I said give me a screenshot give me a shout out like I want to know if this is resonating so badly I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this topic and I know it sounds simple But when you are in the thick of this and it's coming out on all directions, it's tied into your business, it's tied into your guilt of being a woman and a human on this planet, it can be really sticky. So I'm sharing this in the hopes that, you know, you guys can just take some of these lessons and like implement them now. And of course, there might be like some work that you have to do around it in your own underlying beliefs around this stuff. Um like at different levels of life, but whatever you can outsource that is doable in your life that doesn't cut away from your self-care or your family time, right? Like that's important. So right off the bat, I think of like house chores, right? Like that is what takes a lot of time for me. And brain power, like I've, I've even talked with my clients about this before, There's moments where if I don't think about the task, then it doesn't sound or feel that much more difficult to get it done. For So for example, like when I have a shit ton of laundry to fold, 
instead of thinking about that laundry all day, I'll just go upstairs at one point and like kind of just start to tackle it slowly. And then the more I start to get it done, like the more I enjoy it. Um, so if you do have the time and space, but like the mental block is what's getting to you, give that a go. If you don't have the time and space and if you don't want to be doing this shit anymore, and if you have the money to be outsourcing this, girl, you have to do it. You have to do it. You deserve it. We deserve it as women to take this back. You know, like take back our time. Be able to discern where you want to be spending your energy and where it is most valuable spent. And this is also for the business. Like, we have got to outsource shit, you know? That is so important. When you start making cash and you're reaching your income and you're able to pay your bills, right? Like, because there's all levels of entrepreneurship. When you are able to pay your bills for yourself, then you can start to think about, okay, how much more can I make to allocate like 200 bucks towards getting a VA part-time to help me manage my books. This is something my clients and I talk about all the time. It keeps that end in mind goal for them. So even if right now we're not able to outsource this stuff, we're already planting the seeds knowing that outsourcing is going to absolutely have to happen to build a successful, prosperous business. And to build a successful, prosperous household, the same thing needs to happen. We already have a cleaner that comes here every month, but I'm realizing as my business gets stronger and I've gotten stronger that I don't want to be spending time doing these stupid tasks anymore. And I don't need to be because I'm already allocating so much energy towards growing my brand and catering to you guys and my clients that that's where I want my energy to go right now. And I'm going to do my very best to walk forward in this moment without guilt. And it will be a huge moment for me. You know, this is like a huge groundbreaking moment. Even just recording this episode with you guys, I am such a people pleaser If people ask me to do something, I am there 150%. Even if I don't want to be, which, you know, shout out to all the people pleasers, which I know all you guys tend to be or fall into that, you know, spectrum, um, which which again is another label. But it's good for us to be aware that we're unlearning these beliefs because we're actually healing ancestral lineage And I've really been toying around with this idea recently, which again, if this resonates, please give me a screenshot and like, let me know your thoughts on this. I truthfully feel that this is part of our journey and like specifically my journey on this planet and why I decided to come down during this time. One of my clients and I also have been talking about this, like, We chose to be here during this time so that we had the opportunity to heal this lineage for our families and for ourselves. And isn't that a beautiful gift? Isn't that an amazing opportunity that we've been given this freedom to step up to the plate and really change this shit, change the narrative in our brains, change the narrative in society from runoff? 
you know, every single second. And I'm so grateful to the generations before us that have already started this path as women getting out of the house, starting their careers, right? This is a trickle down effect of those generations. And even if you are a work from home mom, I want to say that you are doing everything and you are literally so badass. You are badass more than, you know, other moms at times, right? Everybody, all moms are equal. All moms are created equal. I'm just messing around with you guys. But work from home, like, you guys, I could never do all of these tasks a day. Like, even when I was talking with my coach, like, shout out to you strong-ass women. But I want you to know that if you have if you have the time and the effort and the goals right to change the narrative to give yourself the freedom you can do that and that is beautiful it is such a beautiful gift that we have this power and have this love for one another like I want to see you all grow you know however you want to grow intuitively and that's why I believe in the coaching that we're doing because a coach can't tell us what to do next you guys we know what we should be doing next we just don't always know the steps to get there and that's really why I created this coaching package because I have felt that so many times I know what I need I know what I want but I have no clue how to get there. And that's why I've hired my coaches. And that's why I incorporate so many of these lessons into the podcast episodes, because I hope that you all, you know, can walk away with some of feedback or just like perspective, right? Shifts um, over time. And again, not feel alone. Like we are all in this together. And, you know, I'm happy to announce this now. This year, we will be rolling out a end in mind podcast community where we really want to develop an online platform maybe even a facebook group for all of us just to join in love one another and really like host these live talks and openly share about our experiences as women as entrepreneurs and if you are a man listening in on this too I want you to know I'm so grateful that you're here and you are amazing for taking time out of your day to listen to this perspective and you are absolutely welcome into our community as well we want to hear how you feel Um, I think holistic approaches to all of society and the way all emotions affect people are imperative to us understanding what healing looks like as a whole. So I just want to thank you and hold space for you as well. You're absolutely always welcome in our communities. And I'm just so grateful for all of you. And I just want you to know that I believe in you. You have this in you. We are getting stronger every day. That's the affirmation that I'm going to remind myself of every time this thought loop of guilt comes back up that I am getting stronger. I hope you guys got something from today's episode. I love you so much and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer 
are def several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.